they go take pictures right and she keeps crying because all she sees she knows she's going to die and then <laughs> it was so sad she was like i want to take one by myself basically she took a picture for her funeral episode 47 was so hard for me to watch like i had to watch it bits by bits like i think i would only watch 15 or five minutes like five minutes today five minutes tomorrow like it was just so hard for me to watch i was just crying like guys i was crying throughout <laughs> They end up falling in love. She likes him first. She tells him. But then he was in the previous relationship that ended really bad. And so he doesn't believe in love. But he ends up falling in love with her. When she likes him, she doesn't tell him. Because she doesn't know if he is married. When the case is over, she buys a scarf. And she gives it to him. She's like, just to show my appreciation. This is for your wife. And then he's like, what makes you think I'm married? <laughs> but he still keeps it, right? When they get into a relationship and when he wants to propose, he brings the scarf. And he's like, I once had a client who assumed I was a married man blah 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 and he was like i want to be a married man oh so cute and yeah that's how he proposes they're so precious now let's talk about her mom because her mom actually had a huge story and she plays jin sujong basically she is adopted but when she got married to the dad they lied to the dad's mom but anyway the truth comes out and her adopted mom dies which is like super sad she decides to look for her dad <laughs> now y'all know where this is going okay so let's go back to hyunjae's family the one with the three sons the dad is also adopted the grandfather is their dad's adopted dad and the grandfather is also looking for his daughter dun dun like we all know where this was leading like right from the beginning i could already tell what the plot twist was i feel like everyone can jin sujong did not want to find her dad she didn't want to find her parents she didn't even know her mom was dead she didn't want to find her parents because she was like how can you abandon me but that's what she thinks but what actually happened was so her mom died of cancer and her dad got really sick and because he got really sick he took her to an orphanage and he was like i'll be back for you and before that he put a tattoo on her and on him so like even though it takes years for him to come back he would recognize her once he sees like the tattoo and she would also recognize him but what she thinks is that her dad was abusive to her and he branded her so uh she finally decides to go put in her dna and so they call the granddad they're like finally got a match like your daughter wants to meet you anyway so yeah we already know that mirei's mom is hyunjae's granddad's daughter so obviously hyunjae and mirei cannot get married because they're technically related but this all happens after hyunjae and mirei have gotten engaged so anyway she goes to meet her dad she's like how can you abandon me abuse me like blah blah because that's what she thinks and then she doesn't even want to give him a chance to explain and it's because like her adopted parents basically it was kind of sus because when they found her they just took her as their own kid which is illegal so they didn't report to the police and they burnt everything that she had with her like all her pictures her clothes it's basically you find a missing child or you find a lost kid rather than taking her to the police or getting the police involved you just take her home and be like okay yeah you're my daughter now like that's not how it works i actually want to comment on their names one means future one means present or right now and i'm thinking because sam blue has a song called now then and forever and they say so mire is either forever or future and hyunje means present or now basically so their names are actually so cute hi everyone i have not sat to record in a long time i think the last time i recorded it was like march 3rd when did i record for episode 16 
of Reborn Rich, whenever that was. But the point is, I'm recording today. Today is March 26. I should have recorded this like two weeks ago, but I actually have a good reason why I did not. <laughs> okay, so I don't even know if I'm just going to get into it. I guess we can do that. I don't remember when I started this, but if you all trace back to the episodes I put out in the summer of 2022, I probably mentioned it on one episode. So yeah, you probably know even though I don't remember. I did not make a note of it. I don't know why I didn't. I looked through my notes and I still couldn't find any note about when I started this. But yeah, I know for sure I started in the summer. And I primarily started to watch for Yoon Shin Yoon. Like I saw that Yoon Shin Yoon was in a drama and I was like, wow, I missed this dude. So I decided to watch it even though it is a family drama with 50 episodes. I do tell you guys that sometimes I create family dramas. I try to watch one drama per year, like one family drama per year because they're usually really long and just like chaotic and complicated. It, that's exactly what this one was. But this one was actually super good. Like I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's actually really good. We've had amazing Family dramas, I always talk about uh, My Father is Strange. That's a good one. Five Children is actually really good too. My Golden Life was somewhat good. Anyway, so we will be talking about It's Beautiful Now. I don't even think I told you guys the title. The drama name title is It's Beautiful Now. It is beautiful now. It's beautiful now. And like I said, it has 50 episodes. I did complete watching this on March 13th. And this drama is so like chaotic that's the best word to describe it it is a family drama it has every element of a family drama like it's just all over the place but then it all comes together and it could be really predictable but it's super dramatic like that's the point of a family drama it's just this one was good this one was good so i will be telling you guys almost everything this is not spoiler free whatsoever it's going to be a recap. I will just mention the main points. It is a 50 episode drama. There's no way in hell I'm talking about every single episode. I don't even remember what they showed in every single episode, but I will be telling you guys the main points or like, yeah, the main points of the drama. <laughs> so basically, this might be all over the place. I'm just going to tell you guys the character names. They are a lot. Actually, as I go, I will talk about the characters as they come up, if that makes any sense. So anyway, the basis of this drama is that we have two different families, two different families of different generations. Each family, there's like three generations, but all you need to know is that they're two separate families, right? So one family has three sons. The other family, they have two children, a lady and a dude. Once again, this might not be in chronological order. I'm just telling you guys the main points, but the point is in the family of the three sons, we have... Yoon Shiyun, he plays Lee Hyun-jae. Oh Min-suk, he plays Lee Yoon-jae. And we have So Bum-jun. So Bum-jun? Yeah, he plays Lee Su-jae. He plays the youngest. Yoon Shiyun plays the middle. And Oh Min-suk plays the oldest. Once again, their names in oldest to youngest is Lee Yoon-jae, Lee Hyun-jae, and Lee Su-jae. And now in the other family... The girl, like the daughter, her name is Hyun Mirae. That is played by Bae Da Bin. Guys, I went into this drama for Yoo Shin but I fell in love with this woman. Like, she is gorgeous. Wow, I am in love. Anyway, and then her brother's name is what? Her brother is so fun. He's just so tall. His body, oh my gosh. I know I shouldn't be talking about that. But like, seriously, you can tell he works out. Like, wow. His name was Hyun Jung-hoo? Jung-hoo. Yeah, and that is played by Kim Kang-min. I think this is the first place I'm seeing him because I don't remember seeing him. But anyway, I really love that I watched this drama. It introduced me to a lot of different 
people because there are so many characters so uh we start off actually i don't know if this is how we start off but so obviously we have three different relationships for the three different brothers yushin's relationship which is i don't know if i would call it my favorite one but i think i was just really like biased because once again i went into this drama for yushin so i kind of only cared about his relationship at first so for his relationship he is a lawyer right and he has this one client she is trying to cancel her marriage because she said the marriage is fraud or was a fraud and the fact is that her husband lied about everything like he lied about every single thing and so now she's trying to cancel the marriage they didn't have a ceremony they just went to court to sign or like they signed the important papers which is why like she is legally married like it's not just like, hey, we're calling this off. Like, she's actually legally married. Now, everyone thinks she's an idiot because it's like, how do you make that kind of decision without fact checking anything? But then again, when you're in love, it's like you don't really care about, even if it's really glaring, you don't care about anything. And basically, her husband's mom just wanted to use her as a shield. So that's why, like, it was hard. They really disguised everything. Like, her husband's mom knew everything he used to do. And that's why she chose her because she works at a um, a mall. And she she's a personal shopper, basically. And that's how she met her husband's mom. And because of how, like, sweet she was, that's so evil. Like, the woman selected her and then made her meet her son, basically just to use her to cover up all things that he does. So now she's trying to cancel the marriage. This is how she ends up meeting the lawyer who is played by Yoon Shiyun. Once again, his name is Lee Hyun Jae and her name is Hyun Mire. She actually likes him first, but her mom thinks she's stupid because my girl's trying to get out of a relationship and she has already fallen in love with another person. Her mom's just like, you're rushing into things and this is why you rushed into the marriage. And honestly, yeah, she was kind of stupid in some parts, but then again, she's only human and I can actually understand her. It's like, she can't really help who she likes. But her mom also had a point by saying like, bro, like you're actually rushing. Like, how are you trying to get out of a relationship and you're trying to get into one? But anyway, I feel like I have been shouting. I'm so sorry. And this episode is probably going to be over an hour because I've not even told you guys anything and I've been recording for almost 20 minutes. Anyway, so that's the relationship of Hyunjae and Mire. Now, the older brother, he is a dentist. And it's so interesting because the family, they take pride in having a doctor and a lawyer as like two of their sons. But anyway, so he's a dentist and this guy's just an idiot. Like, I cannot. And he gets into a relationship with Hyunjae's boss. So Hyunjae's boss is played by Shin Dong-mi and she plays Shim Hae-jun. She's obviously his boss, so she's also a lawyer. She actually owns the law firm that Hyunjae works at. They were uh, university mates. <laughs> yeah because they weren't classmates she's older than him she goes on shows to talk about legal matters so she's kind of popular and she's actually connected to Mireille because I told you that Mireille is a personal shopper and Mireille actually works for her I don't want to say with her yeah she works with her not for her and she helps her shop basically Mireille is a personal shopper she shops for people <laughs> but clothing like she is in the fashion industry she's really good now Shim Hae-jun goes to the dentist to get her teeth checked and she ends up falling in love with Omin Seok but he's just an idiot like bro <laughs> he is so stupid I think her nickname for him becomes like dolt and I think that means like uh they say kobongi I don't I don't know if it's actually I don't know what adult means let me see a stupid person basically that's what she calls him yeah so that's their relationship now the last kid is played by uh so bum june and he plays lee suju he's just so precious and he has a best friend her name is nayuna and that's played by choi bin 
And basically, before they get into a relationship, I told you they're like best friends. They work together, right? But because the sons are getting old, like the dentist is almost going to be 40 or I think he just turned 40. Yushin's character, Lee Hyun Jae, is also getting close to 40 and they're not married. Their parents are like, we have to do something about this. So the mom, the dad, and the grandpa, I told you there are three generations in each family. So the grandpa, the mom, and the dad, they come together and they like, they need a plan. They say they're going to bring up a competition where like whoever gets married first will get their apartment that they own. Since their sons are really competitive, they actually want to win. So this is before any of them get into any relationships, but all of them have met each other. So like Shim Hye Jun has gone to the dentist. Hyun Mi Rae is trying to get out of her marriage. So she has met Hyun Jae while Shim Hye Jun has met Lee Yoon Jae. But Lee Yoon Jae is just so stupid. Like this dude, he's just so dead. <laughs> and then Lee Su Jae, so cute. So when Lee Su Jae hears this, like automatically his brothers are like, well, you're too young. So like, we're not even going to count you in this competition. But he's like, no, like mom and dad said it's for the three of us so he decides to tell his friend that they should get into a contract relationship so he can lie to his parents that they're getting married they can get the apartment and then he'll sell it and give her money and she's trying to be a baker i don't know the fancy word to use but she makes like pastries and she wants to go to culinary school or something like that i don't know if bakers go to culinary school but she wants to go to school abroad and she cannot afford it she actually moved to seoul to pursue her dream she has a like very bad relationship with her mom because her mom doesn't know why she's wasting money in seoul when she could be at home helping her at the restaurant anyway so they get into a contract relationship and he introduces her to the parents and he's like we're gonna get married it's like everything is going smooth but obviously it's a lie and they end up finding out because his parents love her so much. And then she starts feeling guilty that like she's lying to them, especially the mom. And so she confesses and that ruins everything. Like the mom hates her and she's like, I never want to see you. But the thing is, even though they start the contract relationship, they end up falling in love because they've always liked each other, even though they were friends. But it's like they didn't know that they liked each other. They just thought they were friends kind of thing. They're so cute. So anyway, they end up breaking up. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, Lee Su Jae, he borrows money. No, no, no. He has a friend who tells him that he's selling a gym. So like Lee Su Jae is like, I'm going to buy the gym. I'm going to take out a loan. I'm going to buy the gym. And then when I win the apartment, I'm going to sell it and I'm going to get my money back kind of thing. And he also wanted to have the business of the gym because he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life, but he just wanted to make money. So he gets the gym, but it was a scam and it was his friend who scammed him and he loses $30,000, which is the money he took out as a loan. And yeah, that's not good. Everything just falls apart for him. Yuna breaks up with him. His friend just scammed him. Like his parents are super mad at him that he lied. At first I was like, I don't know why it's a big deal. But then when I actually think about it, like he actually lied to get things from his parents. And it's like, it was a contract relationship. I mean, it doesn't sound that bad. But anyway, his parents were super disappointed in him, especially because they keep comparing him to his brothers. Like one is a doctor, one's a lawyer. And then there's just him. <laughs> So yeah, his life was really sad at one point, but this actually had to happen to push him forward because then he actually decided to like work hard, find what he wants to do with his life. I really love that he chose a path that's not like conventional. Like it's not what you think as successful, but then he became super successful. Basically, he becomes a cleaner or a janitor, if you want to say. 
and towards the end like he ends up becoming the branch manager but people would think like why do you want to clean like his mom was like why do you want to clean like that's not something i want you to do people are gonna look down on you and stuff like that but then he was like he loves to clean and it gives him joy like he doesn't care how people like view him which is really like wow like you actually don't know people's story you see them doing one thing and you think wow like if only they went to school or if only they studied hard but you don't know if they actually chose to do that and it's not even a bad job like i said he got super successful and wealthy like he ends up managing a new branch like that's how hard working it was that his boss was like you know what? i'm gonna put you in charge <clears throat> anyway so i just told you everything about lee suje's relationship up until like almost the end right now for uh lee yoon jae and shim hee jun actually shim hee jun was quite irritating in some parts i just hated how competitive she was in every situation like she wanted to be loved she wanted this she wanted that like bruh but then she's also human so i can't blame her i don't think i have a lot to talk about theirs no actually i'm just going to talk about it so i can focus on lee hyun jae and hyun Mi later on so for lee yoon jae and shim hee jun at first she's the first one to fall in love with him but he is the kobongi like he's actually a stupid person <laughs> like she calls him and he doesn't he can't really tell but they end up in a relationship so all of them all start off wanting to be in a relationship so they can get the apartment but then when lee su jay's like thing comes out that he was lying the parents say they're gonna stop the competition because they feel like it's their fault that they even tried to create a competition between their sons and this is what it led to and blah 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 so they pull off the competition but all of them are already in relationships at this point so uh lee yoon jay and shimei jun get into a relationship and they get married and then they think that they're pregnant but they're not she's an orphan and she has an older brother who like doesn't care about her but then all of a sudden when she wants to get married he shows up in her life and he's like complaining because lee yoon jay he doesn't own the car he doesn't own a house and i actually love that they show this because you would think like doctors are like super wealthy and dentists i should say because he was a dentist and dentists are usually super wealthy but this fool actually like invests in stocks and he chooses the wrong ones that always end up crashing so he loses a lot of money which is why he doesn't own anything like there was even a time like after their honeymoon his car got rejected when he tried to pay for the hotel <laughs> and she's like how can you not have two thousand dollars in your bank account and she's super wealthy obviously because she owns a law firm but yeah so he keeps investing in stocks that end up failing and that's why he loses a lot of money and her brother was like how can you marry someone who doesn't have a house doesn't have a car doesn't have anything so you're the one bringing everything to the table and he isn't now while the brother is making some points because i don't know if i'm gonna marry a dude that is like lee yoon jay but lee yoon jay is just so precious and she stood up for him their relationship was cute their relationship was really cute but anyway so that's like the general gist of their relationship and uh they end up getting pregnant which is really cute so yeah now for lee hyun jay and mire oh my gosh i love this couple so much so like i said he is her lawyer first and then they end up falling in love she likes him first she tells him but then he was in the previous relationship that ended really bad and so he doesn't believe in love but he ends up falling in love with her oh my gosh his proposal seed was just the cutest when she likes him she doesn't tell him because she doesn't know if he is married and so like after her case he actually helps her win the case guys i'm skipping over a lot of things a lot of things i consider to be trivial but anyway so he helps her win the case and then when the case is over she brings uh a scarf 
she buys a scarf once again she's a personal shopper so she's like kind of good with fashion and she gives it to him she's like just to show my appreciation this is for your wife and then he's like what makes you think i'm married <laughs> and she's like oh you're not but he still keeps it right when they get into a relationship and when he wants to propose to get married he brings the scarf and he's like i once had a client who assumed i was a married man blah 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 and he was like i want to be a married man oh so cute and yeah that's how he proposes they're so precious so anyway their relationship is going smoothly this actually hurts her relationship with her mom because she's super close to her mom but the first strike was her being in that relationship like trying to get out of the marriage because her mom's just like how can you be so stupid so that was the first strike now the second strike is her relationship with Hyunjae because her mom's like you just rushed into things i don't approve of it whatever whatever and so they're always bickering like they never used to fight but then all of a sudden they're always fighting so yeah that's where i'm going to pause on their relationship for now now let's talk about her mom because her mom actually had a huge story yeah, her mom had multiple stories, now that I think of it. So her mom is played by Park Jin Young. Wow, her name's also Park Jin Young. So we have three different Park Jin Youngs that I know. And she plays Jin Soo Jung. And so I'm just going to skip because this was like a huge suspenseful moment and like a huge spoiler, but I'm just going to get straight into it. Basically, she is adopted. But when she got married to the dad, they lied to the dad's mom and the dad's mom lives with them. Once again, each family has three different generations. So Jin Soo Jung, when she gets married, her husband tells her to lie to his mom that she's not adopted because the mom, like, I don't know why it matters, but the mom really, like, takes pride in the fact that her daughter-in-law is the daughter of a professor and she's always talking about it and she's always saying, like, blood is thicker than water and whatever, whatever. So because of that, they can't really tell the mom that she's adopted, but then the truth comes out and it's because so her adopted mom ends up at the hospital at first her adopted mom lives like at a senior center which is really sad because like her husband's mom lives with her and she cooks for her like three meals a day like bro her husband's mom was so irritating i was just like how can you be so entitled but then there was a part that really canceled that all off for me but we get to it while her adopted mom was living at a senior center she was like you know what i'm gonna bring my mom home but then her mom gets really sick and she starts blurting out things and then her mom is like her adopted mom is like no i don't want to go to your house what if i accidentally say something about you being adopted but anyway the truth comes out and her adopted mom dies which is like super sad and Jin Soo Jung she's like super elegant like bro the way this woman dresses wow like she is gorgeous like wow anyway they always describe her as being really elegant which is once again why her mom-in-law is like it's because her dad is a professor that's why she's probably so elegant blah 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 so uh when the mom dies this is the first time like Jin Soo Jung stops being timid or like being soft like that actually makes her like start standing up for herself against her mom-in-law because her mom-in-law once again was just so entitled like i was just like what is wrong with this woman and why is her husband letting this slide like anyway so when her adoptive mom dies they decide to look for or she decides to look for her dad <laughs> now y'all know where this is going okay I forgot to mention this, but anyway, I'm going to mention it now. So let's go back to Hyunjae's family, the one with the three sons. The dad is also adopted. So even though he lives with the granddad, which is, that's actually his adopted dad. So even though the family lives with the grandfather, the grandfather is their dad's adopted dad. And the grandfather is also looking for his daughter. Dun dun, like we all know where this was leading. Like right from the beginning, I could already tell what the plot twist was i feel like everyone can anyway so basically the grandfather is looking for 
his daughter he has been looking for his daughter for years like he keeps going to the i don't know the center to find her but they said no one has come to put dna that can be matched to his and it's because jin Jung did not want to find her dad she didn't want to find her parents she didn't even know her mom was dead she didn't want to find her parents because she was like how can you abandon me but that's what she thinks but what actually happened was so her mom died of cancer and her dad got really sick and because he got really sick he took her to an orphanage and he was like i'll be back for you and before that he put a tattoo on her and on him so like even though it takes years for him to come back he would recognize her once he sees like the tattoo and she would also recognize him but what she thinks is that her dad was abusive to her and he branded her like that's what she thinks and she thinks that her parents abandoned her so uh when her adopted mom dies she finally decides to go put in her dna and so they call the granddad they're like finally got a match like your daughter wants to meet you he is so happy and then (laughs) bro Anyway, so yeah, we already know that Mirei's mom is Hyunjae's granddad's daughter. So obviously, Hyunjae and Mirei cannot get married because they're technically related, but they're not really related because Hyunjae's dad is an adopted son. But on paper, he is the son. So like, it's just going to complicate things, right? But this all happens after Hyunjae and Mirei have gotten engaged. <laughs> oh my gosh, this was actually so sad. So anyway, she goes to meet her dad like she goes to meet her family and then she sees that as the granddad after they've had the introduction between the two families for the marriage like wow this this part is really heartbreaking she's like how can you abandon me abuse me like blah blah because that's what she thinks and then she doesn't even want to give him a chance to explain and it's because like her adopted parents basically it was kind of sus because when they found her her adopted mom was barren and i think in those days or even now like there's a lot of stigma about being not able to have kids so people would always like call her a witch saying like it's because she's a witch that's why she can't have kids blah blah so when they found jin Jung, they just took her as their own kid which is illegal so they didn't report to the police and they burnt everything that she had with her like all her pictures her clothes they burned all her traces of the past which is why Jin Sujong didn't remember anything and then they started telling people that like that was their daughter like they didn't tell that she was adopted which is actually why they ended up lying to the mom-in-law once again I know this is all complicated but the point is yeah it was sus because they didn't report a missing child they basically kidnapped her and kept her as theirs but this was like uh they never like explicitly said that this is what happened but yeah I think that's what it was because when the mom got sick and when she would blurt out random things like she would talk about like she would talk she would just say things that happened when they first found Jin Sujung. Like, she would reenact it. Like, she would say things of what she told her husband. Like, let's just keep her. Let's just keep her. Like, everyone keeps calling me a witch. I don't want to be a witch anymore. So, yeah. They never explicitly said that they kidnapped her. But they actually didn't. They just... It's basically you find a missing child. Or you find a lost kid. Rather than taking her to the police or getting the police involved, you just take her home. And be like, okay, yeah. You're my daughter now. Like, that's not how it works. But anyway. So uh Hyunji and Mirei bro this was so heartbreaking for them because then Mirei is like well I have to put my mom first like this is the one thing I can do for my mom oh my gosh like Hyunji was like would I finally believe in love you're gonna break up with me like it was so sad like he keeps going to their house at first his life becomes a mess like Hyunji is the character is like always cleaning he's like super clean but then when she breaks up with him like he becomes a mess like literally his job is affected everything is affected and that has never happened that has never happened before i think the only time it happened was when his 
ex broke up with him and also his ex actually came back and she needed him to represent her in a case with her relationship so basically i think the story was that she left him for a dude but then the dude ends up like cheating on her and then now she needs yo jay to represent her at first she was so irritating but then she actually helped them get together like she helped mire and hyunjay mire was so like jealous at first like why the heck is she back which is understandable but yeah so like hyunjay becomes a mess like he's not doing well and then all of a sudden one day he just comes back to normal and everyone's like scared like what's wrong with him and he's like i'm only getting started and so he keeps going to mire in her parents house and trying to convince her he's like we can still get married like we're not actually related by blood so it shouldn't matter but the only thing that will stop it from mattering is if the mom decides not to be put as the daughter like on paper if she decides not to be put on the family register of her dad which in my opinion i was like they should just keep that because it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what it says on paper but i think for old people it really matters because her dad was like i really want you to be seen as my daughter like i finally found you but so now someone has to sacrifice it's either the mom sacrifices her relationship with her dad like on paper or hyunjae and mire sacrifice their relationship and to me i was like it's better if the mom because it's just on paper right but yeah once again it mattered a lot to the granddad so it was kind of really hard and meteor was like she's gonna put her mom first this time and blah 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 so precious all of them were just like making sacrifices for each other but the mom decides that she's not going to be put on the family register and she's like i want meteor to be happy oh so then Mire actually goes to Hyunjae and she proposes again. They're so cute. They are so cute. I just really love their relationship. So anyway, they end up getting married. Now everything is going smoothly. And I was just like, what the heck is happening? Because like, this is why I stopped watching. So like right after they got married, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to conclude this. Because I was like, what else can they add? But we still had like five more episodes. So I was like, they definitely want to include another plot twist. So I stopped watching like last year and I completed the last five episodes like this year, which is why I just completed it. Even though I started watching it in the summer of 2022. So anyway... Uh, I think another aspect I need to mention, once again, guys, I'm skipping over a lot of things, but Yuna, remember Yuna was in a relationship with Sujay, the youngest son, like in a contract relationship, but they actually like each other and then they break up. But the thing is, she works for, okay, I think I didn't tell you guys this. So basically, Mary's dad owns a food company and in one of his locations, he puts his son in charge. And so that's where Yuna works at the restaurant. And the son ends up falling in love with Yuna. But Yuna still likes Sujay, even though she doesn't say it. But that's the only reason why like she's not opening up to him. Like they become friends and whatever, but she doesn't like him because she still likes Sujay. But when Mire and Hyunjae get married, that means that Mire's brother and Hyunjae's brother are now in-laws but they both like the same girl this is so awkward and this is actually one of the biggest dilemma for me because I was just like who do I ship her with like physically I would go with uh Mire's brother Jung-hoo because once again like I just really like he's just so hot but then I also love Sujay because like Sujay had a lot of character development and it was so like precious to watch him actually grow to own his life. I shipped her with Sujay because they were in a relationship but then I didn't know who I wanted her to end up with because I knew like she would either get back with Sujay or she would start a new relationship with Jung-hoo but then the three of them become friends and it was kind of sad because Jung-hoo still liked her regardless even when they were friends and he would go out together. 
But anyway, so like everything is going smooth. All of them are married. And then Midori gets pregnant, <laughs> which is so cute. She gets pregnant and Shimhejun is also pregnant. So they get pregnant at the same time. And yeah, so everything's going smoothly. And then. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so interesting. Jisoo Jung had a lot of stories attached to her now that I think about it. Uh, anyway, so everything's going smoothly. And then she goes for a hospital checkup. So she never got a checkup. Like every year her husband would try to get her to go. But she always hated it because they would always ask about family history. And that kind of triggered her because she doesn't know anything about her family. Like this was before she met her dad and whatever. So she hated it. But now that everything is going smoothly, like she's met her dad. She's now in a very healthy relationship with him. Like they're like father, daughter, they meet each other. Even though they're not on paper. Like even though it doesn't say that they're related on paper. Like... They still meet each other and whatever. So everything's going smoothly. I feel like I've said this a hundred billion times. <laughs> Sorry guys. But then they go for a hospital checkup and she gets a call back and basically this is like the final blow. She has cancer. Remember her mom, like her birth mom died of cancer. So now it's like, what the heck? She has liver cancer and the only thing that can save her at this point is the liver transplant. And I actually read about this because at first I was like, how do you get a transplant? Like if the other person is living basically they just need a part from someone's liver who has a big enough liver to survive on even when they take out that portion if that makes any sense so then at first like everyone's calm she doesn't even know how to react like her husband is like crying and he's like why does it have to be you like you suffered so much and now this like blah 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 but she's so unfazed and you know it's that kind of like shock she's still in the shock phase where she cannot even believe it like she's not crying she's just acting normal and we all know that's going to explode. And she's like, she's not going to tell her dad because she just met him. She doesn't want to like give him a heart attack or whatever. So this was so heartbreaking, guys. This was so heartbreaking. So anyway, her husband and her son are like, we're going to get tested to see if we're a match so we can donate our liver to you. But they decide not to tell Mireille because Mireille's pregnant. And first of all, because she's pregnant, she cannot go through the surgery. You know, I never actually thought of that. So they decide not to tell Miri because she's pregnant and obviously she cannot donate. And yeah, so when the husband and the son get tested, results come back that neither of them are a match. So the mom, she starts mentally preparing herself. Like, this was so sad, guys. She called her dad and she's like, what do you want to do with me? He's like, I want to do a lot of things, but I want to take a picture because we don't have any pictures together. The only picture I have of you is of you as a baby they go take pictures right and she keeps crying because obviously she knows she's going to die like she keeps thinking she's going to die because none of her family members can donate at the hospital you have to be a family member to donate to willingly donate except you just wait for a uh, liver to be available like from the donation center so she goes to take a picture with her dad and then <laughs> it was so sad <laughs> I just want to cry thinking about it. And then when, when she had taken it with her dad, she was like, I want to take one by myself. Basically, she took a picture for her funeral. Bro, like, I was just like, what the heck? And then she went home. She also told her husband, like, I'm already taking my funeral picture. So I'm just going to wrap things up. And her husband was like, no, I'm not going to let you die, blah, blah, blah. And then Mireille finds out. When Mireille finds out, like obviously they don't want her to go into shock because she's pregnant so the two people that they don't want to find out are the dad like the granddad and also Mire. now Mire found out and bro like she is a mess and then she tells Hyunjae and Hyunjae bro like you should has my heart Hyunjae decides to get tested to see if he's a match so he can donate like bro 
Like everyone, like his parents were against it. Like his mom was like, what the heck? Like, how can you decide to go through surgery without even telling us like, this is a risk for your life and whatever. But bro, the fact that he decided to donate to his mother-in-law, like he loved Mire so much. He was like, he has to protect his wife and his baby. He doesn't want anything to affect her. So he's going to donate, bro. It was even hard for Mire's mom to accept. Mire's mom was like, I'm not going to accept a liver from my son-in-law like why would you guys even bring him into this but then he was like i'm also your son i'm your son-in-law but i'm also your son and i'm technically your family on paper blah 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 <laughs> so precious anyway yeah they go through the surgery and both of them are thankfully healthy when they come out it's just so precious now that i talk about it it doesn't sound that long but once again i condensed this into less than 20 minutes but it's over 50 episodes and i didn't tell you guys about a lot of things like this drama is so dramatic it is a family drama so yeah it definitely has a lot of dramatic parts but that's the general gist of it's beautiful now it's so beautiful like i love this drama so much i actually love this drama i can't believe i'm saying this it's making me smile another character i really loved was hyunjae's dad he played lee min ho which is so funny like his character name was lee min ho and that's played by park sung Won. he's just so precious like he journals every night he's just so wholesome i just really love that character i feel like he brought peace whenever there was conflict he was the peacemaker i just really love that character yeah and the scene that i told you guys about that canceled out all the mother-in-law's entitlement for me was when like the truth came out or when she found out that sujong had cancer and then she went into her room and she was crying and she's like they say people who take care of their parents will live long you have taken care of me so you won't die like she's just speaking out loud to herself she's like you won't die there's no way you can die like you've sacrificed so much for me you're going to be blessed like she was crying i was just like wow so like she actually appreciates everything that sujong does for her but her personality is just to be super entitled <laughs> but yeah it was really like precious to see that she actually cared about sujong and like the thing she was saying like it's going to end well for you you won't die blah 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 she's like wow like i would want an older person to actually like like even though she wasn't praying it felt like she was praying over sujong's life so that's kind of precious for me or to me but yeah that's the general gist i feel like i missed a lot of parts i wanted to tell you guys about but yeah there's a lot of pettiness like i told you the mother-in-law the sister-in-law like Shim Hyejun was just so irritating because then she was so competitive like even with Mireille like she wanted the mother-in-law she wanted uh Hyunjae's mom or like Yoonjae's mom to love her more than she loved Mireille I was just like what is up with this <sighs> anyway I'm trying to see if I made any notes that I want to tell you guys about yeah it's so interesting I feel like Sujong was definitely a main character because she had three different stories being adopted the second one about finding her dad and then the third one about having cancer wow she's so gorgeous i don't think i've watched her in anything actually no she was in little women she played their mom and i think when i recorded for little women i did mention that she was so elegant and it's beautiful now and then seeing the character she played and like she was only in little women for a few like clips but her character really annoyed me and yeah, so something that I really appreciated was like the person she was against at first is the one who ended up saving her life. Like at first she was like, I don't like Hyunjae. Like stop being in a relationship with him. You're head over heels for this dude. But I don't think she was really against Hyunjae as a person. She was just against their relationship because of how Mire like fell in love with Hyunjae. 
but then Hyunjae actually saved her life by donating his liver. Like, bro, who would think a son-in-law would care about his mother-in-law so much? <sighs> like, I braced myself for the worst. I was like, even if Hyunjae dies, like, that was the worst for me. I was just like, I hope Hyunjae doesn't die, but I was like, I'm just going to be mentally prepared for that. Because when he started crying right before the surgery, like, I lost it. I, I was bawling my eyes. I was bawling my eyes so much. Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. But I did love the last scene. So basically, it was the granddad's birthday. And he was like, I don't want a party. Do not hold a party for me. He was like, right now, I just want everything to be normal. Because whenever everything's, like, happy, then we have a bad news. Because, like, when the two daughter-in-laws got pregnant that was when the news about the mom being a cancer patient came out or when the two sons were gonna get married that was when the plot twist about the mom being the granddad's daughter came out stuff like that so the granddad was like i do not want anything special like i just want to wake up and breathe every single day but they were like no they still want to hold a party for him and so they kind of get uh sujong to convince him because like anything sujong says he's like yes because he just really loves his daughter and he feels like he didn't get to spend a lot of time with her so he was like i don't want to party <laughs> but then <laughs> they ended up getting a party for him and when it was time for all of the children to bow down to him or whatever <laughs> the two daughter-in-laws went into labor it was so funny they were all pulling <laughs> their husband's hair and stuff bro i was laughing so hard i really love this drama it was actually super good like the last shot of the drama is every important person in the same frame so like while they were trying to get the two daughter-in-laws out of the hall to like go to the hospital they just like ended it right there and so like everyone was in the shot like every single family member was in the frame it's just so precious this drama is actually good it's actually beautiful and it's called it's beautiful now <sighs> anyway i'm going to read the plot synopsis and i think i already told you guys majority of the people who are in it but once again it is called it is beautiful now or the present is beautiful the hangu says so yeah it has 50 episodes it actually aired from april to september of last year once again, I started last year summer, but I just completed it this month. I technically completed it last year, but I watched the last few episodes this month because I wanted to bring out content for you guys. So I think you guys should actually check it out. Overall, I would give this an 8 out of 10. The only reason I'm not giving it higher is because there are other parts I didn't mention. And I feel like we could have done without those parts. But if the drama was just solely what I told you guys about then I would give it a solid 9 out of 10. And also, I did forget to mention, but uh, Suji and Yuna end up together. So cute. I already knew that was going to happen, but it's kind of sad because I kind of shipped her with Jung-Hoo. So anyway, so here is the plot synopsis of It's Beautiful Now by the Asian Wiki staff. Wow, it has four paragraphs. I will try to read it all because <laughs> it's quite a long drama. So yeah. So it says... Lee Yoon Jae played by Umi Sok, Lee Hyun Jae played by Yoon Shi Yoon, and Lee Soo Jae played by So Bom Joon are brothers and they are not interested in dating or getting married. Their grandfather Lee Kyun Chol played by Park Min Hwan and their parents Lee Min Ho played by Park Se Won and Han Kyung Hae played by Kim Hae Ok are all concerned about their indifference to marriage. They decide to make an offer to the brothers. Their offer is that the first brother to marry will receive an apartment from them. 
each of the brothers decide to look for a woman to marry. The middle brother is Lee Hyun Jae. He is an excellent lawyer and specializes in divorce cases. One day he meets a new client, Hyun Mi Rae, played by Beta Bin, in love with this woman. <laughs> Hyun Mi Rae works as a VIP personal shopper and she wants to file for an annulment of her marriage. The oldest brother, Lee Yoon Jae, works as a dentist. He has operated his own dental clinic for the past five years and he has a good reputation among his patients. One of his patients is Shim Hee Jun, played by Shin Dong Mi. She works at the same law firm as Lee Yoon Jae's younger brother, Lee Hyun Jae. She falls in love with the dentist. The youngest brother is Lee Su Jae. He is studying for an exam to become a public officer. Yes, I forgot to mention that. So because he kept failing every single year, like he was kind of a disappointment <laughs> to his parents, which is why when he also like tried to scam them and tell them that he was getting married, it actually like hurt even more because they're like, you're not even doing anything with your life. You just wanted free money. So you don't have to do anything with your life kind of thing. But then they didn't know he actually like worked hard so like even getting the gym which he was scammed for that was also a, a huge blow because they were like wow and you also get scammed like who asked you to take out a loan and blah 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 but yeah anyway he also works part-time to pay his bills while doing his part-time job he meets Nayuna, played by Choi Bin. Nayuna dreams of becoming a paste that is a word i do not know how to pronounce becoming a pastiser pastier so okay i'm just going to search that up to see how you pronounce it Petitier? That's so interesting. Anyway, so she wants to become a baker. She comes to Seoul to achieve her dreams and attends a bakery school. Yeah, another part of Yuna is she wants to take an exam and like a baking exam. And I think the first time she takes it, she doesn't pass because something happens. Either she gets injured with her hand. There are a lot of things I do even remember because once again, I started watching this last summer. But yeah, this drama is actually really worth watching. I don't think I need to call out the character names they actually didn't talk about sujong which is interesting because like i said she's a huge part of this drama wow this drama actually had pretty good ratings it's actually really good check it out that's all i'm going to talk about for this and i think that's all i wanted to let you guys know i'm going to end this here i have been recording for <laughs> an hour plus i think i will cut this down to like 50 minutes for sure because there are a lot of parts that are just like useless i kept repeating the same thing but it's fine i hope there's nothing else i wanted to let you guys know i'm so glad that you tuned in wait what thank you for tuning in i'm so glad that you did <laughs> if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, guys Annyeong. i was going to record this like two days after completing it but then the day i was gonna record for this i narrated uh some dare one day to someone and i think i used way too much energy so i just didn't want to talk about dramas anymore and yeah two weeks later and i am actually trying to record <laughs> it was so interesting like i was so hyped i really wanted to talk about this that i just felt so drained i did not want to explain because this episode is going to be a recap and I think the last time I recorded it was like March, what, March 3rd? When did I record for the, for episode 16 of Reborn Rich? Whenever that was, that was the last time I recorded. I'm realizing it's not that far away. I'm realizing it's actually not that far away. Far ago? Far away? Far ago? Anyway, it hasn't been, it hasn't been as long as I thought it has been, basically. It hasn't been as long as i thought it has been if that makes any sense 
uh talking about slumdar one day i am still waiting for the movie version i don't know where to watch it. i don't know if it has come out i think it actually premiered like at the movies but obviously i don't have access to that so i'm waiting for it to come on a place that i can find it so i can watch it but when i did tell someone about slumdar one day i actually watched the special episode y'all know that they put out like a three minute clip it's actually not an episode it's like a special clip that they put out and when i watched it at first like everyone else was saying okay they finally like understand the story the three minute clip like helps them and they're so glad that you put it out like i was just happy that at least i had bonus content <laughs> to watch about something one day even though it was just like less than five minutes but when I actually watched it again, I realized something like I read a comment. So like I watched it and then I was scrolling through the comments and there was a comment that kind of explained it for me. So if you guys don't know, I know this episode is not about something one day, but I just really want to explain because I did put out content for that. Check that out if you haven't. But anyway, so in the clip, it is Lisa Wei's birthday. Actually, was it Lisa Wei? Yeah, it has to be because Mo Jun Jae was there too, which is his best friend. It is Lisa Wei's birthday. Uh, he's drawing, I think. And then Mo Jun Jae comes with a cupcake. And they have this like cute banter about how small it is. And then Mo Jun Jae is like, just make a wish, like make three wishes and blow out the candle. And so he says out his first two wishes, which is something they did in the drama a lot. Like, I think every time the female lead made a wish, she always said, like, the first two out loud, and then the third one she didn't. Or, I don't know. I just know that they always made three wishes. So, he says the first two out loud, which is so wholesome. Like, he wishes, like, good things for his friend and his grand and his friend's grandma and stuff like that. It's just so cute. And then the third one, he doesn't say it out. But we can all, like, assume that he wished something about the female lead and she comes out so like uh motion just starts singing and we can hear footsteps and lisa always smiles because obviously it is the female lead so when i watched it initially i didn't know who it was like i was like i don't know if that's chen yuru i don't know if that is huang yu <laughs> i'm never gonna attempt to pronounce her name anyway i didn't know if it was the i didn't know who it was between the two females because actually one is only the female lead. I was going to say the two female leads. I didn't know who who it was, basically. You know what? I just want to see her name. Try to pronounce it. Someday or one day. By the way, the movie has poor ratings on my drama list. And I don't know why. <sighs> I really don't want to read anything about it. Y'all don't ruin this for me, please. I, I don't care. I am going to watch it. Someday or one day. Drama. Let's see what uh huang yuzhuan huang yuzhuan huang yuzhuan <laughs> anyway so huang <laughs> huang yuzhuan is played by alice Ka. you know what i can just call them by their real names so i didn't know who i didn't know who the female lead was no what i didn't know who it was between huang yuzhuan <laughs> and chen i'm just gonna go by their last names again oh my gosh i can't believe two years later and i'm still like actually it's just one it has just been one year but one year later and i still cannot pronounce their names so i didn't know who it was between huang and chen the fact that i have been repeating this is actually so funny and this is actually not what the episode is about but then the comment that i read said the key part is that when the girl came out whoever it was between chen and huang when she came out she said lisa wei like she called him brother Lisa Wei, which is what younger girls call older guys 
who are actually their brothers or who they are in a relationship with. I don't know if, if it's like how oppa is, but like, I just know younger girls call older guys that. I never caught that. Like, whenever I watched it, I was just so focused on trying to understand that I missed what was so, like, glaring. Like, they gave us the fact. Basically, the fact that she called him Lisa Way Gus says that she is she is younger than him. Like, really younger than him. So, basically, it's actually Huang. It's not Chen. So, I initially thought it was Chen because Mo Jun was there. So, I just assumed it was just the three friends. But... It is basically the young girl. Remember when Lisa Wei met uh, the little girl that he helped who was lost and then he took her back home? That was the girl who grew up and she ends up in a relationship with Lisa Wei who is in just the regular timeline. So not Lisa Wei who comes back from who comes from the past, not the one, not the one in the cycle, just the regular Lisa Wei who actually, but he wasn't using the walking cane in the special episode but this is my assumption i'm assuming it's just the regular lisa way and so they end up together because it doesn't matter what timeline it doesn't matter if they destroyed the cycle they will end up together which is just so precious like bro that that comment really made me happy i hope that's what the writers were trying to show if that's what it is then yeah that actually concludes the drama because if y'all know anything about the way Sumder One Day ends. Like, I love that drama. Like, it is hands down a masterpiece. But sometimes I hate how it ended because I was just like, so what was all of that for? But then again, it was also a good ending because it was so, like, precious and wholesome that they chose to do that for other people. Anyway, so yeah, I just, I just really love Sumder One Day, guys. Check it out. It is hands down my favorite Taiwanese drama. Like, it doesn't even matter if it's my favorite. It is really good. And they are going to make a Korean version. I told myself I'm not going to watch it, but I will watch it to compare. Because, yeah, I love Sumder One Day so much. I hope they don't ruin any aspects of it. Like, wow, that drama is just, like, mind-blowing. I really love it. And I'm in love with Greg Shu, so, like, <laughs> that's a plus, too. Anyway, we can get started now. <laughs> I just spent 10 minutes talking about Sumner one day. But it's all good. I hope I'm not drained. Because like I said, this episode is going to be long. But yeah, let's get it. Because like they have like almost 30 years apart. Because he left her when she was less than 10 years old. And now she's like over 50. So yeah, that's like more than 40 years apart. But anyway... And I really love the person who played the younger granddad. He was, he wasn't, uh, he was in, uh, Hello, It's Me. He played the cousin in Hello, It's Me. And I really loved his character there. But anyway, so. So, yeah, the last scene was, like, and she's not married, which is why, like, anyway, it's not like anyone laughs at her, but, you know, there's, like, this stigma against not being married and being old. She's not even old. She's, like, I think she's over 40. Like, that's what she plays in the drama. And people actually commented that they didn't like how Miri dressed. But I did. Actually, like, that's one of my favorite things about the character. I just love how she looked put together. The only thing or the only time I didn't like what she wore, I think she wore, like, shorts. I was just not a fan of that. Like, I didn't. Because she's super tall. Like, wow. Like, Hyunmi Rae or Beta Bin, she is just, like, gorgeous. She is tall. She is just so fine. Anyway. So yeah, that's how she's connected to Shim Hyejun. And everyone's like, like they're not really disappointed because 
they're kind of disappointed but they don't show it because like like i said she's over 40 so they also like everyone thought that the chances of her getting pregnant would be really slim so they don't even like they're like oh like we're disappointed kind of thing but they don't really want to show it because they feel like it's harder for her because imagine thinking you're pregnant but then you're not <laughs> Jay's just so cute bro <laughs> because of how stupid he is he's just so adorable like i love the granddad the granddad is the is the old man from Navalera. and whenever he cries his voice gets like really low and like super deep and every time he starts crying i'm like i don't even like seeing old people cry to begin with and it just really broke my heart but anyway and i'm not even talking about like the other family so we have so like <sighs> hyunjae's family has his like great aunt and her sons and her son's son and children all live in the same building but yeah i'm not even gonna get into them because that's just too complicated but anyway so Jinshu's like it's so it's so weird because she like it's so interesting her son-in-law's granddad is her dad so like even when she's like have i have you seen my dad but it's Hyunjae's granddad like it was it was kind it was kind of interesting but anyway a part that really irritated me was when was when Su Jung's husband's sister came. So his sister was her friend, which is how she ended up meeting him and they ended up getting married. But the sister was just so irritating. And this was around the time that the news about Su Jung being adopted came out. And one time she slapped Su Jung, bro. I was like, how dare you? And then I love how the daughter and the son like defended their mom. They're like, first of all, you cannot be in this house if you're going to hit my mom. And like the, the son was so mad. Like he felt, he looked like he was going to hit her. And I don't condone heating in any form, but I was like, bro, someone needs to put this lady in her place. And I, I really wish the husband slapped her back because like that's his sister. So, and he's older than her. She needs some type of discipline. I was like, how dare you let someone slap your wife? Like, first of all, she's living under your roof. She's eating the food that your wife is cooking. And then she has the audacity to slap your wife. Like, what the heck? That was a no-no for me. I was like, heck no. Like, someone needs to hit her back. <laughs> like, I don't condone hitting, but she was just so freaking irritating. And yeah, the mother-in-law is played by Ban Hyo-jung. It's played by Ban Hyo-jung. And she plays in Young, And she plays Yoon Jung-ja. Jung-ja in... She plays Yoon Jungja and she was quite irritating, like I said, but then because of what happened when Su Jung told her she was a cancer patient, I kind of like like her now. So yeah, her her husband's mom was so were so entitled, was so entitled while her actually while her adopted mom was living at the senior center and then she was like, you know what, I'm gonna bring my mom home. This is so hard. This is so hard to watch because like he was acting so strong and like he was always laughing and then right when like right before the surgery when he had to take off his ring because i think you can't be wearing anything like that he had to take off his ring to like and he gave it to mary to hold and then he started crying and she was crying bro i was just like i was crying so hard but yeah i just really love the fact that he decided to donate to the mom but yeah i didn't even tell you guys about his his mom was quite I mean, she just really loved her sons, but, like, what she did to Yuna and, like, when she found that he was going to donate. Like, at first, it was even hard for, um, when a woman's pregnant, I don't think they can do any form of surgeries on her. What do you call this? Why I sound so dumb right now? <laughs> anyway, I don't think they can do any surgeries, because, like, they, if they open it up, like, the baby's literally growing in there. But anyway, yeah, I know the baby grows in the uterus, you know, that's not even important. But the point is, so they decide to tell... 
Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And then, this was so sad. I cried. I cried so hard. Guys, I cried in every single episode. Like, once they they told us that she had cancer, I kept crying. And I think this started from episode 45. I cried in every single episode multiple times like i was bawling my eyes because it just hit really close to home i was like yo like this life is actually so short and you don't know what you have until you lose it like imagine all the times that she's missed with her dad and then now she's just gonna be gone and stuff like that like i was crying so hard i was crying so freaking hard but anyway so uh she goes to take a picture with her dad and this is also really cute like she put he asked her to send him pictures of to see how she grew up and so she made like a photo book and she sent it to him their relationship was just so healthy and so wholesome anyway so it's actually really good oh i'm so happy for her so uh Su Jung actually won excellent actress. She definitely deserves it. Like for this drama. Yun Shi Yun won. Yun Shi Yun won excellent actor. He definitely deserves it. Like those two characters, I just I'm in love. And then he won best couple with Yun with Beta Bin. So kind of happy. And this was for the 2022 KBS Drama Awards. I need to watch that. No, I'm just going to search that so I don't forget. KBS Drama Award. Drama Award 2022. Aw, I'm still happy. She definitely deserved it. She definitely deserved it. Wow, she played that role so well. Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about. It's beautiful now. Do check it out. Like I said, I actually love this drama. I will give it a solid 8 over 10. But if it was strictly about what I told you guys about, like the three brothers and all the complicated stories, I will give it a solid 9. It's definitely really good. I don't know if it can top my father's strength for me because I think I genuinely love every single part of my father's strength except the in-laws of the oldest sister. So never mind. I I don't know. I just really love this drama. I don't want to compare it. I don't want to. I just really love this drama. I don't want to compare it to anything else, but it's really good. Thank you, guys. This podcast is growing. I'm happy that it is. Thank you so much, guys. I really, really appreciate it that y'all take out the time to listen to me talk. It means a lot. Okay, I'm going to stop recording for this episode here. Wow, I've been recording for an hour and 20 minutes. Dang, I have to edit. (laughs) Anyway, guys. Anyway, guys. Peace.